You know me. I like to tease you and let you down. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scotsman, an Irishman and a Bulgarian discuss the worst, silliest and weirdest of fucking music videos. Say hello everyone. Hello. Hiya. Hi. Happy New Year, loyal podcast listeners. <laughs> It's 2022 and with the new year comes new opportunities and yes, challenges. What better way to start off the proceedings than with the most montageable song ever written, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. The video is simple, it follows a band through the dark streets of San Francisco in what looks to be a scene inspired by Saturday Night Fever. They are determined to play a gig somewhere, heck, anywhere. The band finds the perfect venue, in front of a massive audience of, well, zero people, in what looks like to be the story of a home base. To our American audience, home base is pretty much like a, uh, can't think of an example, hardware store. <laughs> Breaking and entering. You can't go wrong with that formula. I'm sure it will give the staff something to do. The song exists because of Sylvester Stallone. He wanted to use Another One Rise the Dust as a theme tune for Rocky III, but Queen, alas, turned him down. In response, he began a dramatic montage where he called our heroes the rock superstar survivor and requested they write a song for the movie instead. A demo version of the song was used in the movie with extra, extra tigers roaring for dramatic effect. The final version of the song topped charts all over the world in 1982 and won Best Rock Performance by Duo or Group with Vocal at the Grammys. Is that true? This song actually won a fucking Grammy? Fuck. Sounds like a monetary. I like how we both went for different parts of the song. That actually worked. I was very, very confused while I was trying to make train noises, but that makes sense now. It's a train. It's a train to victory. Speaking of train to victory, is anyone taking up boxing for their New Year's resolution? Two years ago. I haven't gone there yet, but. Oh, good job. <laughs> you get there one day, I believe in you. Post post COVID, maybe. I very much don't want to touch stuff that I've been touched by other people. Things. Fair enough. You can punch people out masks and trains, and then sanitize your your fists straight after. And pre-sanitize. <laughs> yeah. Be a bit more dramatic when you hit. <laughs> I'm gonna sanitize your face with my fist. I have not actually seen Rocky Three, so I did not know that there was extra tigers roaring for the match effect. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I didn't realise this it was for Rocky 3. I presume this was in Rocky 1. Hold on, was it was it not in Rocky 1? I'm pretty sure it was in Rocky 1. Yeah, because I thought it was as well. Yeah, I mean, Rocky 1 was from 76 songs from 82 or something. Maybe that's just how culturally relevant it is. We all presumed it was in Rocky 1. Has anyone actually seen Rocky, any of the movies? Uh, nope. Therefore, <laughs> Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? I haven't. I think I might have seen Rocky One maybe as a child, but I have absolutely no recollection of it. I mean, I I, I think the film is fine. It's it's nothing special, but I think the song's the main thing that people remember from it. Well, third one at least. This is so un-American and unpatriotic, Neo. How dare you? I'm not American. Well, according to some people, we're all American in our own ways. In our own ways. Freedom. No, Scottish. Yeah, that is very Scottish, oh, yeah. Dave. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> I'm just going through the Rocky 
soundtrack list. No, it's not. Like, there's a song called Gonna Fly Now, which is the theme tune from Rocky, which I cannot recall. I just keep thinking about the Eye of the Tiger. Gonna Fly Now? No, I've not heard of that. I think I read an IMDb. It was in a different movie actually called Eye of the Tiger. It sounds like a butt cheesy 80s movie. I'm looking forward (laughs) to it. We'll get to that. Keeping the suspense going. You know me. (laughs) <laughs> I like to tease you and let you down. Well, that's going in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do you, am I the only one who, when, when you listen to this song, do you feel like you can see yourself in a montage doing the thing you're trying to do when you're listening to the song? Yes, because I was doing some of the, the show notes yesterday and I was I had this on in the background doing it. It's probably the quickest I've ever get th- got through the show notes <laughs> mainly because mainly because nelly usually does it this this song is, is sort of embedded in everyone's head anyway so um it does give a little bit of uh, motivation to, to to work i think the question i have is, is it is it the song that gives you that motivation or is it, is it our association with montages of rocky running upstairs and shit both well it's a very it's still pumping music like uh, kind of like the final countdown it's not <laughs> I don't think it's been in any movie, but you still kind of feel like, oh yeah, I'm gonna whatever the fuck count, final countdown is about. But you know, it has like a very cheesy 80s rock vibe. Yeah, that's true. I think a final countdown would have a similar effect. In fact, I confused the two songs when I was younger. Can you can you see yourselves walking down the street like these guys? I, I just I generally enjoy the idea. Like next time I meet up with like all my friends, like you know. Obviously, it might not happen because of COVID anymore, but, you know, let's assume COVID doesn't exist. If I meet up with all my friends, I want to meet up by walking down the street and just stoically, like, sort of gathering one by one. <laughs> the maximum you're allowed to do is a stoic nod and nothing else. Just like, yep, hi, we're on a mission. This kind of looking behind the wall, very creepily. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be part of that guy. I think uh, there's one in particular where the guy, where the shot just looks like the guy who's sort of been taken by surprise by the camera and he's just like, oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, it's the one on the phone that just played, yeah. Aye, the one where the guy's on the phone. He's just like, oh, well, oh, we're filming, are we? Oh, he was on, on, on the phone with his side piece and he didn't want to get recorded doing that, clearly. Sorry, I've got to march stoically towards... A warehouse full of bathtubs. There's a certain awkwardness to these guys and I don't know what it is. The <laughs> thing is, they don't look like the sort of people you assume make this song. You know, you just sort of picture, you know, 80s, you know, music. I don't know, the guys is like really cool. Which they're not. These guys don't look really cool. They look like they stepped out of like an art college. <laughs> Yeah, they, they do actually, yes. And there's one guy who is slightly older, at least looking, than the rest. Yeah, he just did tutor and they're just like jamming in someone's garage. It was one, one of their dads. Of their Dad, dads. We, we need to stand in. All you have to do is walk and bash a keyboard. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't quite have the, the sort of hair metal look I was expecting here. Well, it's not hair metal. It's... I don't know what it's rock, I guess. I know, I, I know, no, it's not hair metal. That, but that's kind of what I was expecting, what they look like. But they just look... Uh, uh, I don't know. I, could you get? I feel like you could get away with more awkwardness in the eighties and still be considered cool. They look like they're really determined to find the toilet. <laughs> that's 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 the look that I think they're going for, which <laughs> doesn't sell the idea. This explains the warehouse they're walking to. This explains the sweatiness as well. Well, that yeah, and they're not talking to each other. You know, got got to got to got to keep that from poking through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does that takes us nicely onto the next point. Yeah. <laughs> Why they find a warehouse full of bathroom yeah, so, supplies? So for li- for listeners at home, they, they they march through through San Francisco, uh, uh, just looking very stoic and determined, and like they need a fucking jobby, uh, and then <laughs> they go into a building. But weirdly, first the building's just full of baths. 
which I found quite confusing. So it looks like they've just uh, walked into Bed Bath and Beyond, like the where they're <laughs> not their shop, their warehouse. You know, it's like there we go. That's an American shop. Nailed it. Bed Bath, yeah, that is. Yeah, you can insert. Hold on, I'll say it again. Bed Bath and Beyond. This episode is sponsored by Bed Bath and Beyond. Get your bed, your bath, and beyond. Use promo code <laughs> jobbies. <laughs> Maybe we need to explain to non-British listeners what a job is, just in case they think. All right, it's a shit. It's a shit. Yes, just in case they think that they need a hand job very, very, very minutely right now. Oh, never, never made that. Kind of, anyway, uh, just saying it from the point of view of someone who, when they heard the word job for a second, took them a hot second to <laughs> <laughs> connect what the context was. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I was confused by this bathroom storeroom looking place at first but then when they go into the actual stage area there's more just random shit scattered everywhere so I kind of got I kind of got the impression it was just like a prop warehouse when you say scattered shit in context of what we just talked about alright sorry scattered stuff (laughs) (laughs) I've got a really bad habit of replacing the word the word uh, stuff with shit and it's gotten me in trouble a few times it's like I went to flat and there was shit everywhere and they're like what Sorry, stuff everywhere. <laughs> Literal shit's got on the wall. But that's the impression I got that they just they just found like the prop warehouse and so we'll we'll stick a stage up here and that that'll do. Maybe they're secretly very tiny people and they need to start, they need to make their the recording stage on top of bathtub stacks or something. I don't know. It's a very weird location. I presume they just didn't have money slash will to go anywhere else. I'm, I'm wondering if, because we said in the intro that it was basically written for Rocky 3 and they, they used the demo version in the movie, so I'm wondering if they've had to just pull all this together really quickly. They were like, just get the first place you can find because <laughs> the movie's coming out. <laughs> I'm surprised they yeah. just wouldn't just use shots from rocky then this is like a side rant i've just i hate i fucking hate in music videos where it's like being being in a movie and they just crowbar in lots of shots from the movie a lot of the time they put voiceovers in like last week with the muppets thing i was trying to find a copy of like uh another muppets video that didn't have just fucking random shit from the muppets movie shoved in it because it, it just it takes away from the video and it, it, usually you've got fucking idiots talking over your fucking song so I'm actually kind of glad they didn't do that for this. Has anyone else wound up by that or is that just me? I don't, I can call, I can recall only one time I've seen this. No, it's a YouTube, YouTube song for one of the Batman movies. I can't remember what it is, but I just remember they, they literally do that. They just shove screen, like just shots from the movie with like voiceover and actual dialogue. Yeah. But that's the only thing I can recall. So I don't know, it actually I, like pisses me off as much because I don't think I've encountered as much although maybe the shots from the movie would have been more interesting than them playing in Bed Bath & Beyond so yeah, maybe this is an exception to the rule first half of the videos are just kind of playing in the the generic warehouse thing but then the second half it kind of transitions to them having a big gold backdrop which is kind of windswept oh, i hate this i just i i, I think that was I, I just think that's so tacky it looks like shit <laughs> and 
You can just tell it's cheap. It just doesn't do it any justice. Is it tacky or was it fashionable in the 80s? Because you see it in a fair amount of 80s videos, I think. Was there something a bit like this in um, Spin Your Right Round? I feel like that may have had something similar in it going around. Yes, and also a flock of seagulls. In fact, uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's silver, though. I'm sorry for keeping bringing this video, but it's it's in the middle of everything. It's the glue binds together. I'll have to explain this because I've cut this out every single time, but... Every week, Nelly mentions the music video for Flock of Seagulls, like almost every week. So <laughs> I think at some point we're going to have to do this video. Oh my god, I'm just looking at the trailer for Eye of the Tiger. No, not yet. Oh, sorry, I just saw it. Um, <laughs> I saw Gary Busey and I was like, yes, yes. You have to watch it both in real time. Okay, okay <laughs> and sorry. React, react to it together. Is this a reaction, the reaction channel now? Oh, Castles React. It's the perfect trailer because you get the whole film in the trailer. But you right. know, that got go background was... I don't know, it just pissed me right off. It's purely it's purely just to make the set look less shit. <laughs> That's the only reason why it's there. You know, they're in this warehouse literally full of shit or stuff. Sorry. And it's, you know, it's how do you how do you make it look visually more interesting or less less shit? <laughs> like there's no way there's no way to sugarcoat this. It's a classic trick to shoving a shoving a backdrop over just whatever location you happen to happen to have. You can still see above it and it pretty much tells you what's there. Shite. <laughs> can you see more bathtubs? I don't remember what you could see in bathtubs, can you? No, n- not since the beginning. Oh. Maybe if you freeze frame it, you'll see a little waft at the bottom and uh, there's like another, there's a toilet underneath. Waft. I love this word. Would have been interesting if they're all sitting on toilets. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been um, great. Speaking of... Uh, of the, like, the second half of the video, this is where they get just sort of inexplicably sweaty. Well, it is inexplicably. They, they they wear leather pants in probably a very humid plastic bag-wrapped atmosphere. So maybe the sweat maybe the sweat was real. Yeah. It definitely looks deliberate because there's probably some of the, the funniest shots in the video is uh, where it just cuts to like the drummer or the guitarist like flicking their hair back and just fucking sweat goes everywhere. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. For some reason I thought that it was real. It's just that they decided to make it effective as opposed to maybe 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 they were just playing that hard they were so motivated by their own song kind of to the point where uh, there's a close-up on the lead singer where he's kind of just he's like intensely looking down the lens and he, he generally looks like he's made of plastic because he's just a bit shiny <laughs> from all the, all the sweatiness <laughs> while we're talking about leather pants can we just point out their fashion non-existence of fashion sense <laughs> like leather pants but white trainers and the fucking beret what with the fucking beret someone please explain yeah the the, the beret did stand out it kind of looks like a, a sort of pound shop Che Guevara <laughs> yeah <laughs> pound shop Che Guevara yeah what kind of, here's a question what, what, what kind of revolution would Survivor lead probably the 2029 war of the toilets <laughs> where all the toilets revolt and spit it back up what they've been swallowing all this time be effective <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm just imagining like a sort of Big Brother scenario, but every time you go to the house, there's a giant screen with <laughs> his sweaty face staring at you. I just visualise it. And just, and but the song's always playing, so it keeps <sighs> keeps uh, it keeps the populace motivated and productive. It's this kind of a uh, Mr. Roboto environment. A little bit, I, I, yeah. I, Mr. Roboto <laughs> keeps popping into my mind while I'm watching this fact, actually. So yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. They're secretly uh, revolting against the machines. Not against the machine, just against the machines. Oh, that's it, the revolution of that rock. We need to reinstate that rock as the premium music. <laughs> I think they used to release albums at Christmas. 
Like for dad rock? Oh, they still do. But you know the scary thing? It's the, the, the definition of dad dad rock apparently adjusts with time. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was a, like a quote unquote dad rock album that came out like a few years ago, which had stuff that I like on it. I was like, no, 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 this is not cool. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> it never occurred to me that the, the genre of dad rock will naturally evolve with who is the dad. Can you imagine like in 10 years time us being like in our 40s and like, you know, naturally having all friends who have, or ourselves, whatever, mm. who have kids and suddenly realize like, oh, dad rock, oh, some 41, oh no. I think it was, it was stuff like some 41 and like Green Day and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, it was like, it's when it's like System of a Down and stuff, that's, that's when I'm going to be angry. System of a Down is too cool for dad rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can take the American punk stuff, but you, you can't have the metal. So I've just, I've stuck in the Discord, um, a 2009 dad rock album. And to be fair, most of the songs on the first CD are like quite old. And then CD2, it goes from, okay, so you have like Queen, um, Kiss, Foreigner, Thin Lizzy, ZZ Top. Oh, there's Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> and then fucking Disc 2 has Coldplay, Nickelback, <laughs> R.E.M., The Kinks, Iggy Pop, Oasis. That's not Dad Rock. Mr. Brightside, Bohemian Like You. What is this combination <laughs> of music? <laughs> like you have Queen next to Kiss. Next to Foreigner. Next to David Bowie. Who the fuck created that? The Daddy Warhols. Come on, that's fucking bullshit. That song is from like 2001, I think, Bohemian Like You. Yeah. How did it turn into fucking that? Who the fuck created that? <laughs> I'm offended. I'm glad it wasn't just me. You had songs from the 60s all the way to like early 2000s. Oh, fuck. Just eight, I got, there must be a cutoff point, like anything past like... 20 years or something uh, becomes dad rock well, that's 2009 right so it's not even been that long yeah how the fuck I think we should we should write a strongly worded letter to now this is what I call music no this is what I call bullshit <laughs> 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 yeah. welcome to our podcast millennials have an existential crisis <laughs> I feel like half of those songs are like lad songs dads used to be lads but now they're dads oh no can't confirm that's happened to most of my friends I feel like what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take this list I'm going to present it to friends I have that are dads yeah. in our like age range yeah. and mm -hmm. ask them what they think. should be an open poll. I imagine they'll have a similar reaction to us. I like it. It can't be dad rock. Like, what does that rock even mean? Yeah, well, that's like, because I always, I always associated it with like cheesy sort of 80s rock music. I was yeah. like, that was the genre that is dad rock for, for me. But if you think about it, though, it can't really be a defined genre because it depends on who the dads are. But Iggy Pop. Have you heard the passage, like the song The Passenger? It's not. They've basically been like, okay, so vaguely known familiar rock songs. We're just going to put them in there. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know people who, for fact, would not would listen to half of them and they would completely hate the other parts of this. I don't. Mm. Well, so it's probably what's easy to license, let's be honest. So I'd like you to watch this, um, if possible, real time together, and then sort of explain to the viewers what's happening. Three, two, one, go. Gary Busey is Buck Matthews. After four got the classic voiceover man. And three years in prison, he's come home to find his family. Oh no, no, his family. 
and his worst enemy waiting for him. <laughs> God's sake, wrong, you people! Don't you know what's going on out there? Those people are not screaming, people, motorbikes crashing. It matters how we deal with that. Motivational speech. That's motivational guy music in there. They made a big mistake, Matthews. You know, nobody ever stood up to them before. They are going to take a person. Sometimes when I was in prison, I get a feeling. I'm guessing he's fighting a motorcycle gang because it just keeps going back to motorcycles. Oh, there's another one. Crashing through a window. Well, nice. No. Oh. Ooh, nice. Yes. Windows and walls. Oh, that's great. These people killed my wife. And nobody's doing a thing about it. Do me a favor, huh? Get out of this town. Let these maggots have it. I'm not running. The gnome badass. Was, was that a coffin? <laughs> that was a coffin. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> there was a coffin being dragged by a motorbike. You got a plan. We've got his buddy here. <laughs> more crashing, more explosions. That's a van. Oh, God. Is that a World War II looking plane? <laughs> this looks fucking brilliant. It's amazing. <laughs> we've got Eddie Tiger in the Face to face, fist to fist. And only one will survive. Fist to fist. Gary Busey, Yafet Koto, Eye of the Tiger. Fuck yes. Yes. I think that does the song justice. It's like one of those 80s action films that actually never got its chance. So my final point is don't watch the fucking video for Eye of the Tiger. Watch the movie Eye of the Tiger instead. It's a bad movie. Uh, sorry, bad video. It's a serviceable music video. I think it, it kind of does the job. But that's all I can really I can really say about it. It's, it has that cheesy 80s getting pumped up for some sort of task. sort of vibe to it. And it's, yeah, it does the job. That's the highest praise I'm going to give it. Uh, I think this video is mediocre at best. It's one of those videos where... You know, you know, you know the song, but you've maybe never seen the video, and it's probably best kept that way. <laughs> uh, my favorite moment is in one minute ten, the band walking into the giant warehouse full of bathtubs, <laughs> and this is the least rock thing you could ever see. And I love it. Preach. And the worst thing is the whole second half. Every time the lead singer looks directly into the camera, all sweating, awkwardly smiling, feeling he's cool or something. Cool. I think uh, my favourite part is, uh, already mentioned this, but the group linking up at the start, sort of converging on each other with the single-minded determination that only Survivor possess. And worst part, didn't have any major complaints overall, apart from the fact it's a bit mediocre, but uh, like Nelly in the second half, the, the lead singer staring intensely into the camera, as I've put it here, uh, fucking the camera with his eyes it made me feel slightly uncomfortable because he's very sweaty as well. So. <laughs> when they walked in the B and Q, that just really, just really chuckled me. Of all the places they could have, uh, they could have used as a set. Um, yeah, sinks, baths, toilets. It was, it was, it was very classy. Um, and then worst part, yeah, I, I can't get over that windy bin bag set. It's just, it's just so trash. But I guess maybe it matches 80s trash. So, yeah, sure. Maybe I'll give it a, a slight pass, but I just I just think it looks dreadful. Um, and I think as a band, they, they don't feel like they're 
all singing from the same hymn sheet. It literally looks like they have been pulled off the street. They don't look like they're a band together. Their dress code, they're so awkward. I'm going to give it an eye, like I said, purely because it's serviceable. It does the job. It's nothing particularly inspiring, but it's fine. It's fine. I, I would say yes, but this is a podcast about music videos. Um, <laughs> so I am going to give it a... And I no, it's no, <laughs> not meant to be. Nah, yeah. let's be honest. Nobody needs this video to exist for the song to no. as it's. Yeah, it would have. You know, would have been better if they just made it uh, one of those. You know, really um, slick music videos where they just use footage from from films. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> With voiceover. Take a look at the show notes for links to today's videos, links to Instagram, etc. And also email. Go on to forecast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and any recommendations for videos. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, yo. <laughs> Bye. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Bye. <laughs>